our Reach Next Generation podcast. I'm Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me do this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they've faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them and what tips they for girls of my age. Today my guest is Juanita Bardui, who until recently was Creative Services Director of Ralph Lauren and has been nominated for an award at the Black Business Awards. Thanks for joining me today, Juanita. Can we start by you telling us all why you chose a career in fashion and how you started out on that career? Well, when I was in school, I wanted to be an architect. So I've always been interested in design and how it impacts humans or how you humans you design and then how design impacts humans. But now looking back, it was always going to be fashion. <laughs> you know, like if I look back, it was like, oh, my career's advisor wasn't that great because it was always, I, I've always been in love with fashion but I think now at this age for the same reason how fashion impacts society and then how society impacts fashion so my past has definitely met my future in the right way. Um, I know that you are a strong advocate for diversity and inclusion do you think we have made any progress as a society in the in the last few years? Yes and no. Uh, we must recognise small wins and not accept them as big ones. Because sometimes I think like if we look at, I'm sure you know, yesterday, Derek Chauvin was found guilty of um, the George Floyd death. It's a small win. Like, even though we're celebrating, it's big. This shouldn't be allowed to happen, a, a force that is meant to be protecting society and putting society in in danger. And I think so even though great things are happen, happening and I don't want to be a downer, a Debbie Downer, but we ha we need to accept them as small wins and not give up on this um, race. I think a really great thing that's happening in DNI is that it's allowed people to speak and have quite honest conversations. Um, but the failure there is that this could become a tick box exercise and companies and people just tick boxes. Um, I'm a real believer of data with heart. So even though we have data, what's the heart behind it? What's the people behind it? And how are the people feeling in whatever subject that might be? So let's be responsive to A and I and data, but then let's not forget get humans to push that forward. So it's a it's a bit it's a big it's a big thing, but it's a small win. But it should never have happened in the first place. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know I mean, like let's not get it, it, sometimes we we're like, oh, that's amazing. It's amazing. It's like okay, let's it's a it's a it's a small win. Yeah. Um, and it's a great win, but. You know, let's not keep keep our eye on the ball, as they say. How did it feel, though, to be nominated for a Black Business Award? Oh, I'm not very good with accepting awards, and because I've always enjoyed the work that I do, the people I work with. So at first, I was a bit like, mm, like, why do you want to <laughs> give me an an award? You, you know, like, but then actually being there on the night, I. I what happened to me is that I could honour the young girl in me, the young girl that tried really hard, put up her hand all the time, you know, a bit of a big mouth, 
Um, but I could really honour her for working hard and getting to where she is. So, yeah, it was it, it was very honourable and, and very, very reflective, I believe. Obviously, we have all been hit by COVID. How have you had to deal with the COVID-19 issues, though? I think it's trying for me to remain educated about COVID-19 because there's a lot of conspiracies and so being clear about where I'm getting my information from um, and trying to understand it and how it impacts me impacts me as a person impacts my family and then how it impacts society and then trying to make decisions which protects the society and also my loved ones um uh, and, and I think it's like for everything, you just got to be clear where you're getting your information from, because we're kind of overloaded with information, which can make us feel fearful a lot of the time. But um, everybody has a hand to make, you know, COVID-19 right. And uh, I think they should take it. There's a lot of talk about pay equality generally. How well do you think women are catching up with men's salaries and getting those top jobs? Once again, small wins. Yeah. Not to say... <laughs> Um, I feel that companies have a responsibility of transparency and just pay them. Like it's once again, it's data gone wrong. Data that can be engineered. We, yeah. the, but what the data is telling us with its heart is that women are not getting paid the same as men at the, for the same role. So just pay them. Just yeah. take the hit and pay them. You made a mistake. It's, and it kind of like it's an easy solution. And also I feel there needs to be a lot of education for women and younger women to ask for their needs um a lot of my team were women and asking for their needs was a really big issue and conversations that we had quite a quite a lot and i, I think that that's the twofold like we need to get women to just say what they need and how they need it and what they want to get paid um, and men are much, whether that's to do with society, you know, we live in a quite a patriarchal society. But women are more afraid to do that from my experience in the business in the business world. And we have to encourage women, younger women coming into business, starting their careers to to not be afraid to ask what they what they want to get paid or what they should be getting paid. It's not even what they want to get paid in certain cases it's what they should be getting paid. Well, here's a fun question. What was your favourite part about being the creative director at Ralph Lauren? I think it's going to be one of those boring answers. The people that I worked with, but my role was very diverse. Yeah. So one day I could be talking about um, sales, how we're going to push sales, like we're opening a new shop. And then the other day I could be talking about, do you think this is the, the right shoes for this look? So... <laughs> so. It met it met my personality, um, and that and that it was diverse. We we were talking about numbers. I love numbers. I love data as well. But then I love the fun behind fashion, and sometimes we can take fashion a bit seriously. So I think as a person, it really met all my needs, and it was a super diverse role. Well, in fashion, I know that social media plays a huge part. <laughs> um, what advice would you give girls my age about how to use it and not to use it? OK, so humans are not perfect, right? We're not. And it's in our awkwardness and it's in our mistakes and it's in our that actually makes humans really, really fun. And I think just to remember that. And also, I think 
for young people. I think they feel powerful online. I do a lot of um, talks in schools and have done for 20 years, but I feel I feel that's where they feel powerful. So they feel less powerful in school. They feel less powerful at home. But when they get online, they feel really powerful and they can make their own choices. They make decisions, follow who they want to follow, like who they want to like. No one's telling them anything. But I would like them to use that power in their real life a bit a bit more and just realise that this is like I'm a creative director. I can create anything to be perfect. The perfect walk, the perfect shop, the perfect. Is it perfect? No. It's smoke and mirrors. Right. And just to realise that it's a bit of smoke and smoke and mirrors. In um, I know that you've done a breach interview um, and I listened to it and you said that you should never start with no. How do you think this philosophy has helped you in your career? Um, I think when I was young, I couldn't articulate it. I was just seen as a bit loud mouthed, <laughs> a bit stubborn. Um, but I, I think it allows you to investigate. Like if you're not willing to start at no, and even though the road seems hard or the task seems hard, you're like looking for ways around it. So you're investigating yourself. You're investigating the task in ahead of you. And I don't mind ending up at no, <laughs> you know, like some things can't be solved or some things can't be done. And that and that's fine. But I I think it gives you investigate and, and, and it shows you how able you are. Yeah. So you might as well try, even if it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. And even in failure, you learn stuff as long as you're willing to learn you know that means that there's progression and as long as you're willing to investigate yourself investigate your environment um there's always ways to i think we're kind of dogged down by this and and also no is a choice so now i'm this age i'm always learning no is a choice as well before i used to think no was a bit of a dirty word (laughs) i can do it um but now also no is no is a choice also but if you've investigated that no is the real answer for that task or for something in your life then you'll be more satisfied with it in yourself what is your favorite part about fashion though humans how humans interact with fashion because without a human what's fashion it's just some clothes on a rail I love to see how people get excited about fashion how they put fashion together I love the social side of fashion because I'm probably like maybe a little bit anti-fashion inside me we don't need all this stuff yeah do you get what I mean we don't really need it but I do love how, like even a company like Ralph Lauren, how somebody takes our fashion and com- looks at it in a completely different way and how they style it and how, because it's about them. So I think it's that human, bit like we're saying, but architecture, how humans influence fashion yeah. because we don't, we don't need it. We don't need all the stuff that we, we, um, have. And so I think I and I enjoy being creative, but dealing with profits and money. So I think for me, um, that mix of the two really, really worked. So it's good to have a mix of, say, more of the numbers and the more technical things, but then also the fun. For me. Yeah. 
for for me that completely yeah. worked where we're a business we have to make money money keeps people in jobs um obviously you know what we're going through um right now and it's a sign of success in where we we are but then creativeness sometimes the signs of success are slightly different and don't I have a kind of intangible value and I think for my personality that that matched. Have you ever had any mentors or have there been any fashion icons that you particularly admire? Yeah my sister was a um well is a it was was a she passed away but um so she was a mentor especially for when I was um um young in terms of just going full force into your career um she she was a, she went into law um and just being the best person at the table i think she taught me that um definitely taught me that in terms of fashion icons i don't know much about her because i don't really like getting into people and their personality i just want to see it from the outside and um, the queen of jordan i've always thought that her fashion is quite old school she's very elegant and it's quite weird because I'm usually a trainer and a jeans kind of person, but I just think she's so elegant and everything that she puts together is absolutely amazing. What tips would you give girls when they start to think about their careers and their futures? Um, go full force into it and also be, be, I don't know. Cause one thing I love about young people is how passionate they are. So I, I Try different things because uh, if you talk about fashion, there's so many avenues within fashion, PR, marketing, planning, merchandising. So give yourself a chance to, to feel yourself through all those um, sectors and also don't be afraid to fail. Be afraid not to grow. It, you know, like sometimes we're and, and also make. Make friends, I can say in Ralph Lauren, I had quite a few cheerleaders some of them I could tell you why some of them I could just tell you why completely why they were my cheerleader but um try not to judge people and if someone wants to give you a help or they become your cheerleader just let them become and listen I think listening is super super important um Oh, my dad always says you've got two ears and one mouth for a reason um you can imagine what type of kid I was um but yeah, but have faith, have faith in yourself, but always try and keep on learning. Yeah. I've really enjoyed chatting with you today, Juanita. Thank you so much. And I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they're about to make in their careers. Keep listening to the Reach Next Generation podcast as I talk to many more brilliant women. Thank you to our sponsors, Haynes Watts and Levi Strauss for their amazing support.